Ladies and guys who like getting laid a lot. Andy here, author of the best Tinder guide on the internet. Guy who had sex with four girls in five days, including a lesbian. This is the Kill You're in a Loser show. Let's fucking go. So, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane. We're going to go way back to January 2019. So, the start of 2019, a year before we had this bloody flu thing that everyone's obsessed with. About three years ago, roughly, from the time I'm recording this. And I was at a point where I was trying to, you know, I'd been lazy for a little while. Getting laid was my main goal. Getting some sexual experience and all that sort of shit. But I'd been lazy for a little while. And so, I gave myself a mini challenge to basically see how much I could push it. Like, what would happen if I actually fucking tried? At the time, I was focusing mostly on Tinder. So, I think I used about five boosts over a couple of days. Most of those boosts I was using at night from about 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's generally speaking when I got the most matches. And I ended up having sex with the first three girls in the space of 24 hours. Like two of them were literally back to back, like within like a couple of hours of each other. And then I had sex with another girl a couple of days later. So in total, it was four girls in five days. And I thought we'd have a bit of fun, like kind of going back, you know, I've got the log that I wrote at the time. We're going to kind of go through that. I'll, I'll read out what I was thinking at the time. You know, we'll do a little bit of a retroactive, like a retrospective, I should say. If you want to read the original log, I also have pictures, um, like nude pictures that I took with the girls. You can see what I messaged them on Tinder and over text. If you want to go and find that, you can go to, probably the easiest way is to just go to my website, killyourinnerloser.com forward slash proof. I've got a proof article, you know, a bunch of these sort of stories and just search for, I think I called it like four girls in five days or something like that. It'll be in that list somewhere if you really want to check this out. I can't link directly to it because um, it's sexual. Obviously, there's nude pictures on there, but that's where you can find it. So, the first girl that I had sex with was this like cute girl on Tinder. She sent me a nude picture before we met up. I asked her like, you happy for me to share this? She's like, yeah, sure. So, fucking awesome. I wasn't free. Oh, sorry, I should say my apartment wasn't free at the time because I had a friend staying with me. It was crashing on my couch. So, this was at the point where I had sex with quite a few girls. I fooled around with quite a few girls and had sex with a couple of them or quite a few of them actually in public. So, this girl I took to a nearby university campus. It was at night. We fooled around a bit. I took her behind some buildings, fingered her for a while, fucked her a little bit. I didn't come with her because I was intentionally trying not to come with the first girl so that I could go and meet the second girl and still be kind of horny. Because if you blow your load immediately, there's less motivation to then go and meet a second girl. So, we fooled around a little bit, fucked for a little bit. I told her I was having a good time, told her it was fun, said I'd meet her again. And then I texted the second girl that I was going to meet and said like, hey, come meet me, you know, at this place. So, the second girl I meet, absolute fucking sweetheart. She had like great fucking tits. She was a hell of a lot of fun and she actually ended up being a lesbian. So, this girl was like a full-on lesbian. So, she was 27 years old. She said she hadn't seen a penis like since she was a fucking teenager and she'd fooled around like once in high school or something, but then nothing since then. And I was like, so like, what the fuck are you doing meeting me? And she's like, I don't know. I just thought, you know, I'd get back into it and see what this cock thing's all about. She didn't say cock, but that's me just like taking liberties. She was really cool. She was pretty intelligent, easy to talk to. I'd say like at the time I was really attracted to it, but like looking back and I've got the pictures here, no nice way to say this. I've upgraded my standards since then, but she was cute enough. Like, you know, a lot of guys, if you go and look at the pictures, you'll be like, yeah, no, she's cute enough. So, 
at the time she was fucking more than cute enough for me and she was like really fucking lesbian she had like lesbian clothes i don't know where lesbians get their clothes from but they, they're probably from the men's section right they go to the men's section at, at target or kmart or whatever and she had short hair very cute in a tomboyish kind of way so we talked for a while she was cool she had this leather jacket on there i remember and she was really fucking like giggly she was like nervous at first but really fucking giggly so I take her to the same spot that I took the previous girl at the university campus that night still. This, this, so this was immediately after the first girl, like basically an hour later. Take her to the university campus, fooled around with her a little bit. She was being really fucking adorable though. She was like a little kid at Disneyland. Like it, it seemed, she said to me like her main problem with like dating other girls or, you know, being a lesbian was that girls aren't really that like rough. Like they don't have that like masculinity. And if they do, it feels like they have to kind of put on an act this is her words. And she wanted to fuck a guy, but she was just kind of too afraid to go for it. And she'd been working up to this. So she loved everything I did. I remember fingering her and she came within like fucking 20 seconds. And I was like, are you serious? Because by the way, guys, like most girls don't come that quick, especially not from you just fucking fingering them. <laughs> I remember this. I'm, so I'm reading through the log here. I remember this bit. She asked me really nervously. I can remember this where she's like, do you, do, do you think I could see your dick? And I, <laughs> it was so fucking adorable. And so I pull my dick out and she goes, oh, wow. Do you think I can hold it? And I <laughs> like, how fucking cute is this? So I let her hold my dick. <laughs> oh, I remember this. Yeah, she was being really clinical. She was like turning it over in her hands. Like, look, which by the way, like was just fucking weird. Like, I don't know how I kept a boner. She was like, examining it from different like she's pulling the foreskin back gently she's like looking at the bottom of it the top of it it was really fucking adorable i fucked her a little bit she came like fucking several times i remember we fucked for like quite a bit it's kind of fun where we were because there's like a security like a, a campus security guy that like walks around and so you can kind of see him in the distance you can see people coming from this spot where i was and so you'd have to like quickly stop what you were doing and obviously keep your clothes on you just sort of unzip your pants and we'd have to stop and he'd come over and then we'd just be like hey and we'd just be pretending to hang out and he'd like wave at us or, or nod at us or whatever and then as soon as he's gone we'd go back to it so she was cool i ended up seeing her a little bit after that as well i think and then the third girl that I had sex with was like the very next morning. So this was this like Finnish backpacker. I think she's the only Finnish chick that I ever had sex with. I mean, Finland's like a small country, so it's probably not going to happen that often. She was a ton of fun as well. Uh, I think we had sex at my house for that shit because my mate. Yeah, we did because my mate was at work, which is why I had sex with the first two girls in the uh, university campus in public because my mate was home. I'm not going to kick my meat out. It was like 10 p.m. or something at night. I'm not going to be like, yo, bro, can you fucking leave so I can fuck some random girls? No. So I fucked this third girl. She was like decent. Um, she had big tits, if I remember correctly. She's pretty cute. And then the fourth girl was a couple of days later, I believe. So those first three girls were within like basically 20 hours of each other or something. Two of them were at night. One was the next morning. And then the fourth girl was this feminist. I remember this. And I remember her telling me that she was a feminist. And she kept going on and on about feminism and shit, but like in a really awkward way. It's like if someone starts talking politics and they just won't shut the fuck up about like their political beliefs and you're like, okay, but like, I don't actually care about this. And most people don't care about this, but they can't pick up on the signals. And she was a bit of a weirdo, if I remember, like 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading through this and remembering. She didn't want any sort of affection. She wouldn't hold my hand when we were like in public. Sex was like weirdly clinical, I remember. Like she wasn't, she wouldn't kiss me. She wasn't like moaning or anything. It's like, and I couldn't even tell if she was enjoying it. So I asked her a couple of times, like, are you enjoying it? She was like, yeah. And I was like, that's not reassuring. <laughs> you're, you're even being clinical with the way you tell me that you're enjoying it. Like, <laughs> I remember, oh, I remember, yeah, she started telling me how her ex was abusive for years and years and years. And I was just like, I didn't say it because back then I was like a little more shy, a little less honest or a little less like, uh, a little less forthcoming with my opinions. Let's play it. Let's say it like that. So I didn't, I didn't ask her, but I wanted to say like, why the fuck would you be with an abusive ex for several years? Like, what the fuck? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She told me that she deliberately seeks out one night stands and that she doesn't like bonding with people, especially men. She didn't want to cuddle after sex. She didn't want to even hang out for like five seconds and talk afterwards. Oh, I remember. Yeah, okay. So she sat upright in bed after we had sex. Like she just sat upright and she looked me dead in the eyes and very seriously said, I didn't come here for any sort of affection. And then she said, besides, I've already got what I came for. So I'll be leaving in a second. This was two minutes after we finished fucking. Yeah. How fucking weird is that? See, now these days I'm so much better. So this was three years ago, guys. You got to give me, cut me a little bit of slack. I'm so much better at like screening out this kind of psychotic shit. This is part of the reason why I've slowed things down. Why Imogen and I have slowed things down. So if you don't know what I do nowadays, my girlfriend Imogen and I sleep with girls together. And what we do is we go on our first date and we just go to a bar or a cafe. I'm not drinking at the moment. So we just go to a cafe or something, you know, drink some water, drink some Pepsi, drink some coffee, whatever the fuck. And we just kind of like get to know the chick for an hour or so. And we don't have sex the first date. Like specifically, do not ever have sex the first date. Something we've recently started doing. And then we'll have sex on the second date if we like her. Because that gives Imogen and I enough time to, you know, go away from the date and say, how did you feel about her? Did you like her? Did you think she was hot? Are there any deal breakers? Is there any fucking red flags? And so we get like a, a decent chance to, you know, work out if we want to have sex with this chick and, and date her or not. So I'm way better at picking these like red flags. And there were so many red flags, like before we had sex, you can kind of tell this kind of shit, but God damn, like, yeah, I'm just remembering this damn, like, she sat upright and she had like really short, almost like shaved head. That's that's such a fucking deal breaker to me, to me now as well. Like if, you, if you're a chick and you've shaved your head, as in like a buzz cut, like you get in the army, that's a fucking deal breaker. That's a huge fucking deal breaker. And goddamn, like, like how fucking weird is it after sex? You just had sex with someone. You sit up and say, I didn't come here for any sort of affection. I've already got what I came for. So I'll be leaving in a second. It's like, holy shit. Okay. Like if a guy did that, that's like psychotic shit. That's like, that's fucking, you know, girls would be like, oh, what a fuck boy. And man, like this girl obviously went through some fucking trauma, self-inflicted. If you stay in an abusive relationship, I did a podcast on this. If you stay in an abusive relationship for several years, you've done that to yourself. And this is coming from someone who was in abusive relationships. I was in two abusive relationships, as in the girls were abusive to me. And I gave it back as much as I got. Of course, it was a fucking horrible relationship. Or both of them were, I should say. But like, that's my fault. I could have left. And I eventually did leave. Well, I left the second one. The girl in the first one broke up with me. Thank fucking God she did that. But I left the second one because I was like, I deserve, I literally had a moment where I was like, why the fuck am I putting up with this? Why am I letting a girl abuse me and hit me and say all this psychotic shit to me? Like, why am I putting up with this shit? So, yeah, so many red flags here. 
I'm reading through the rest of the log. Yeah, even at the time. So this is three years ago. I said, like, this is disgusting to me. I was actually revolted by her saying, I got what I wanted. I don't want affection. She's literally broadcasting how much of a broken person she is. The weird thing is I walked her to the train station. Yeah, what a gentleman I am. I walked her to the train station and she said, this was really fun. Can we please do this again? <laughs> fuck no. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how can you, how can you literally say like, I, I've always had one night stands. I don't like affection. I didn't come here for any sort of affection. I've already got what I came for. So I'll be leaving in a second. And then you say like, Hey, this was fun. Can we do this again? And say, like, are you fucking mentally ill? Well, obviously the answer is yes. Like, but fucking hell. So I go on to say in the rest of this log, remember this is back in 2019. So, you know, three years ago, I said, okay, at this point, I've clearly established I can bang as many average girls as I want. Yeah. Okay. So even back then I was admitting that, you know, nothing against these girls, but they weren't like crazy hot. They definitely weren't hot. They were like average, you know, they're cute at best, but average. So I said, I, I've clearly established I can bang as many average girls as I want. If I put in the effort, I could probably bang 15 average girls in a week if I paid for a ton of boosts on Tinder and went crazy. I've well and truly proven to myself I can get laid. However, after a certain point, banging average girls isn't so any sort of accomplishment anymore. My next challenge is to move on to more attractive and higher quality girls. If I keep banging average girls, I'll stagnate. In order to bang hotter girls, I'm going to need to keep improving my pictures, go to the gym, get a second tattoo, hit on more girls in person instead of just using Tinder, etc. So no more fat or average chicks. If I bang any average chicks, feel free to yell at me. Yeah, I think this was a, you know, interesting point that I got to. And it, it that wasn't like completely the turning point because I'm going to do a podcast I'll probably just follow up this one with another podcast talking about a time where I had sex with three girls in 10 hours, which was like eight months from the time that we're currently talking about. And I was still having sex with like a couple of average girls, but they were on the whole a little cuter. There definitely were less red flags than that. And this whole thing has been a process for me of upgrading the kind of people that I associate with. I think I let my standards be quite low for a very long time, like a very long time. Which is why I've talked about in the past, I did a podcast on this where I said, don't compare the amount of women that I've slept with, like, to how many you've slept with. Don't compare your lay count to mine, because a lot of the women that I slept with, I was just self-medicating. I was chasing a high. I didn't even necessarily enjoy a lot of it. A lot of the time I was having sex with literally anyone who would have sex with me. I wasn't even necessarily attracted to them. And that really does sound like an addiction, doesn't it? And it, it kind of was for a while. It, it really was self-medicating, especially in the early years, like before I started my self-improvement. You know, I've talked before that before I even started improving, I'd had sex with, I don't know, like 50 girls or something, but almost none of them were attractive. They were all like morbidly obese because I was unhappy. I was morbidly obese. So, you know, I want to make it clear, don't just look at the fact that I've had sex with X number of women. I've lost count at this point. I think it's like 150 or something. Please don't look at that and say, oh man, look, he's fucking killing it. What a legend. It's like, yes, now I am. But I don't. I guess what I'm saying is I don't want any of you guys to feel insecure or to look at a certain number and say that you have to get a number. Please don't define yourself by that number. Please don't think if you haven't sex had sex with X number of women, then you're a loser. I see some guys doing this. They're like, Actually, a lot of guys do this when they, especially if I do coaching with them early on, you know, one of the, in one of the first sessions, they'll say something like, I've only had sex with 10 girls and they'll be almost apologetic for it. And I'll be like, dude, like 
it's not about the fucking number, man. It's about, are you happy? Are you connecting with these chicks? Are you having a good time? Are you learning, you know, about yourself in the bedroom and about them? Are you learning about men and women and biology and connection and fucking energy and, and intimacy and love and even crazy sex, kinks, BDSM? Like, are you fucking having a good time? Are you adding to their life and are they adding to your life? That's all that fucking matters. If you're just chasing numbers, you're not really asking yourself the bigger questions of like, why the fuck am I doing this in the first place? Like, what am I trying to get out of this? It's not just bang a hundred women. I know that that seems like it might be fun. And trust me, having a lot of sex is fun, but don't just chase the number for the number's sake. Chase the number because of what it, of what it means to get there. It means improving yourself. It means building yourself up. It means learning. It means learning how women work, how men work. It means going to the gym, losing weight, dressing better, taking yourself more seriously. It means getting over your fear of rejection. It means becoming more confident. It means becoming all of those things. And at the end of the day, it means leaving the world better than you found it. That is ultimately the goal. That's my goal, what I'm trying to get across to you. Every girl that you sleep with after you finish sleeping with her or if you see her for the rest of your life, it doesn't really matter. You want to make her life better for having met you and for having had sex with you and for or dating you. It's not really just to bang a girl and go, yeah, I did it. And <clears throat> yes, that might sound a little weird when I'm recording a podcast about how I had sex with four girls in five days. The whole point of this is to kind of go down like a little trip down memory lane of the mindset I was in back then the goals that I worked on. And I'm fucking glad that I did four girls in five days. Like that was a hell of a lot of fun. It's quite a cool fucking achievement. Even if the girls were not the kind of girls that I would sleep with or not the attractive attraction level that I would be happy with right now, I was really fucking happy at the time. And that's all that really fucking matters, right? Was I happy? Yes. Did they have a good time? Fuck yes. Was I a gentleman? Yeah. I walked the fucking crazy bitch back to the train station. That's pretty nice of me, isn't it? I don't know why I fucking did that, but I guess that's me just being Mr. Fucking Beta Nice Guy. I don't think I'm a beta, but anyway, I shall wrap it up. I guess I can give you guys a challenge. If you want to do something fun like this, you know, fucking go for it. I've had a couple of guys who go, you know, I want to do something crazy, like have sex with two girls in a row or three girls in a row or have the threesome, like go for that shit. I, I would just caution you to, you know, not do it just for its own sake. I know that sounds a bit weird. I guess I'm struggling to put into words a takeaway from this podcast because I can kind of go two different directions. I can say like, this was a fun challenge that I did where I had sex with four girls in five days. You can do it too. But I want to add the caveat that, you know, maybe some of you don't need to just do it just for its own sake. And I, I'm, again, I'm glad I did it because it was a lot of fun, but it's almost like it's, it was more important what I learned through doing it which was, okay, I can prove to myself that I can get laid. I can get laid almost as much as I want. I could probably have sex with 15 girls in a week if I just fucking absolutely only cared about hitting 15 girls. I don't think I want to do that anymore. I think I want to have sex with less crazy girls or or less fucking girls who are allergic to affection. I want to have sex with hotter girls. So it was a really good learning experience for me. If you do it for the same reason, then fucking awesome. Just, I would say, try not to get stuck in chasing numbers forever. There you go. That's going to be the takeaway message. If you want to go and have sex with four girls in five days, fucking absolutely make it happen. The way I just made it happen was by using a lot of Tinder boosts and really pushing and being direct and saying like, 
yo, hey, let's meet up today. Can you meet up today? If you want to have sex with a lot of girls in a short amount of time, it's really just logistics, like planning when you're going to see each one and trying to organize your calendar so that you can see one girl at this time, another girl at this time. It's just logistics. If you want to make it happen, fucking go for it. It is a lot of fun. Just don't stay chasing those numbers. Don't have sex with girls that you're not crazy attracted to forever. Like at some point, you're going to have to move on a little bit, move on to bigger things, whether that's hotter girls, whether that's settling down with one girl, whether that's working on a different goal, like going to the gym or fitness or something or money. Just don't sit here chasing girls or chasing numbers just for the sake of it forever. That's going to be my cautionary tale, but this was a lot of fun. I might go ahead and and do what I said, record another one of one of these like little retrospective you know, fun little challenges that I gave myself years ago. I've got another one from back in 2019. So I'll probably record that after this. And as always, guys, go out there and crush your goals.